Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universes. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today oh, we are making. Like... No, you gotta start it. No, no, that one was fine. You just did a. You just put a little too much sauce on your own name. It's fine. Fucking fine. <laughs> and today we're making a subclass. We don't yeah, know we're, yet. This we're is going. Random. We're going three for three, baby. We did two more. Uh, this is third. Yeah, we did a we druid, we did a cleric. We, we gotta come up with like a segment episode. Yeah, Subclass. Stuff. This is our maybe, stuff episode. Like banjo or banjo, like homebrew, like moonshine. I don't know. Just spitballing. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, yeah, we're. Hope so today we're... is a marshal because we did two casters already. <laughs> Yeah, um, so um, if you didn't listen to the other two uh homebrew episodes, probably should, yeah, um, that's uh, but like you don't, you probably don't need them. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna make a random D&D 5e subclass, uh, on the spot. We're gonna roll, well, I got a little class wheel we're gonna spin, uh, for a random class. Uh, if it's one of the ones we did before, I'm spinning again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just redo that one. That's okay. <laughs> um, and we're gonna see if we can make something pretty fun. Uh, I, I I enjoy the last two we did. Yeah, I think um, they were they're fun. They got a lot of fun ideas. Obviously, they mm-hmm. need play testing. They're yeah, probably not balanced, but we haven't done yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh get this shit started. Let's get ready to rumble. All right, it's spinning. Okay. Okay, Bard subclass. Ooh. Okay, so uh, another caster. That's fine. Do we want to keep spinning until we hit Marshall? No, I think Bard is fine. I think casters are just easier overall to build stuff for. Because there's a lot... Like, like the difference between two different I got Barbarian of... on the second mm, spin. Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you choose. Um. Okay, well, don't take this song. That's too much silence. Well, I'll edit it out, but... <laughs> so the listener, you stop for a second. The listener hears me be like, that's too much silence. I'm like, what an asshole. <laughs> um, let's do Bard, I guess. If we don't have any ideas for Bard, we'll switch to Barbarian. Or we do okay. Barbarian. Um... I well, I mean that's just a multi-class. I don't see. I guess we could mix the two. Yeah, we'll we'll mix the two elements. No, probably <laughs> not. No, maybe that's fun. Like a bard that can rage. Maybe oh, is that is possible? A, there's the spell insight riot. So maybe like a almost like the cyberpunk class. A bard rocker. that gives you rage. Right, a bard that like disseminates rage. Like um, like Limp Biscuit, the bard. All right, I'm in. All right, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yes, that, was, that was probably the easiest one. Yeah, that was the, the fastest one we possibly decided. That's cool. 
right. Well, I mean, it might be a trash idea. And we it give probably up. is. Yeah, if I had to guess, it's probably probably bad. But let's well, Bard's like Bard's like one of the most support classes, and like doing a class about buffs, and then maybe we could work in some debuffs in there, um, stuff for Bard to do. Plus, I um, I always really like combat especially melee combat bards i think that's a really interesting and fun place to be like valor bards mm -hmm. or sword bards who i think are a little too similar and they should be more differentiated but they're both fun subclasses and they got a lot of fun flavor to them yeah the idea of like a almost like a yeah like a raging bard is not a bad idea i think that sounds all right yeah fun. yeah 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 let's go for it um i uh, uh once again um Look, I'm not big on the caster classes other than uh, like a wizard. <laughs> you and like sorcerer. wizard, yeah. Um, so, um, oh, warlock's a big one for me. Um, uh, I'm not really too that's sure how a, bards yeah. work. Bards um, um, have some interesting stuff going on because they their baseline class has um, magical secrets. Mm -hmm. There's not a huge amount of difference, and they're always about using your inspiration die in a different way like mm -hmm. um which one is it i want to say it's the bard college of whispers kind of lets them be a little bit of a rogue and they can add their inspiration die to damage as like psychic damage i think or something mm -hmm. like that. and then valor makes them a little bit of like um you know a fighter same thing with swords with their sword flourishes they're kind of like maneuvers yeah um, so maybe, yeah, we could look at the Barbarian class and see what we can kind of pull from it and add to the Bard. I'm not quite sure how we would add inspiration to that other than letting you add inspiration to like, it's similar to, I think, how Bard to Valor does it, adding it to say damage. Or... Yeah, I would think if you're making other people sort of rage out, it would be adding it to other people's damage that's what i'm thinking yeah you yeah. add it to and maybe we do a thing kind of based on that sort of riot idea maybe you can have like a a, a radius effect and mm -hmm. everyone within that radius effect can add the same inspiration die to their damage so you're not yeah. just burning through your inspiration die on just like every hit yeah that's that's probably not a bad idea then um, which is something I guess we like to do in our classes is adding downsides to effect. Yeah, it's that's like funny. That, that's but, like um... a, that's our signature in making subclasses. Because <laughs> uh, I think it's way more interesting. I do to have think I think to so worry too, about, yeah. but it's not really something. It's that not. Common yeah, it's not very D &D common. Subclasses. Except, um, and this is a different class, but it's the one we're kind of referencing with barbarians, uh, with at least uh, the path of the berserker. They get to frenzy on top of rage, and that is like they get an extra attack, which is pretty good. And then they get oh, that might be a good um thing to go with because I was thinking if we're gonna give everybody a rage, quote unquote, then a barbarian who does rage should, should be, get something on top of that. Yeah, yeah. to be a, go on top of that, which maybe frenzy might be maybe something or something cool at least to similar. To yeah, that. yeah, it's not a bad idea, and it's. I like the idea of like, because it's something that that is relatively historically accurate, or at least really common in like your Conan the Barbarian stuff, which Barbarian draws from like almost explicitly. Yeah. Um, where there'll be like a big group of like Barbarian types, but then they have like a guy like pounding like a big drum. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking of for this. Like your bardic instrument or talent or whatever is like war drum. Right, right. You're yeah. you're like a war drummer or a war singer. That's cool. Mm, that's yeah, like a fun I think area that's to pretty play cool. in. Um, especially like, yeah, maybe uh, we could do something where you increase your radius as you get stronger and everything. And when you're like fucking level, you could have like a whole army. Yeah, you yeah. got an army of like just frenzied. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, let's figure that out. Uh, right. What do so? Uh, what do bards like get? How do they work? Like, what's their divine like intervention or? Um, yeah, um, uh, so bards get an ability at third when they pick it, sixth, fourteenth, and that's it. So only like three things. Okay, only three things. Now, are those things because it's only three? Are they usually relatively strong? They tend to be well. It it varies from subclass to subclass. Yeah, some of them are pretty shitty. 
But then you have some like um, my, the one that I always think of is College of Eloquence, which is kind of like a bard's bard. Like you mm-hmm. are the most charismatic a bard can be who gets an absolutely broken ability to subtract from your sa- from like a, the saving throw of an enemy, their inspiration die. Oh, that's pretty And cool. it's absolutely broken <laughs> because there are some really strong spells that it's like, yeah, but the saving throw is relatively common. Like even as simple as like fireball or yeah, where it's like, yeah, but like my big bad evil guy, he's got a decent charisma saving throw. They can't just banish him. Mm-hmm. And then the eloquence bard subtracts eight from his saving throw, and boom, now he's in a fucking pocket dimension. That's so fucking yeah. cool, though. It's cool. It's <laughs> really cool. And and so if we're if that's the one we're basing on, this will almost definitely not be balanced. Okay, but, that it won't be the one we're based on, but that could be our that's sort our of that's our limit. Yeah. yeah. If if we're like, all right, well now we're getting up there, we're probably a little too strong. Yeah. Um, the other thing I found with bard subclass stuff uh, especially the more martial based ones so what we'll probably do is that six level they just get extra attack because that's something most bards don't get okay yeah that's that's probably a good idea and that's not included in their three or that is included in their three that is included in their three okay um so really yeah. they get two full-on abilities and then also uh, yeah like maybe we'll play around with the idea of a six level but if we can't yeah, think we, of anything. maybe yeah. even then we can do something where you get an extra attack or you can give another person in your radius an extra attack. Yeah, something maybe like something that. like that, yeah. Although um, it definitely sounds like it could be really broken with like a fighter or whatever who's in your thing and now he's got like five attacks. Yeah, but that's but what like a fighter that's, is yeah. for, bro. Dude, they got nothing going on other than more attacks. And like for the, the most game part. is mostly designed that if your broken thing is helping somebody else, it's not as broken because it doesn't actually benefit you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. So at third level, that would be sort of the base of right. the power. You get right? your sort of beginning what this is. So. Yeah. For the ones that are most similar to what we'll probably do, I'm going to look at College of Valor. Mm-hmm. So the first part is just explaining what a Valor Bard is. Then they gain proficiency in the weapons they're probably going to want to use. So that's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, um, I don't mind the idea of not giving you um, proficiency in any armor as this type of uh bard. Yeah, no. That, because that's barbarians fair. typically don't wear armor. But mm-hmm. a a slightly modified version of unarmored defense might be cool which is what barbarians get yeah that could be pretty cool so i know um and it's from it's from the grim hollow books it's the bard college of adventurers uh Mm -hmm. one i I think we've talked about before i really like it in theory but it's pretty weak in practice but one thing they do for uh monk i think it is is that the bard can add their charisma bonus to their ac and i don't hate that but it might be a bit strong yeah, we that al- might be. We could always strong. just keep the barbarian adding constitution because it's it's rare that your bard is going to have a very uh, yeah. high constitution. All right, so um, let's <clears throat> figure out what aspects we want to take from the barbarian and give it to the bard who gives it to other people. Right. Um. So um, I think we want. <laughs> I want on some level, because I don't think this should just be a support class. You should be able... If yeah, like a yeah. Player, I, I think maybe you should be included. In, in your radius, yeah. Yeah. Um, or And then maybe you there's like an option somewhere where you don't do a radius and it's just you. Right. And that's more powerful. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Or even just anybody within like your radius, including you or whatever. I think mm-hmm. that's also okay. Especially yeah. if that starts the radius. Yeah, small. because, but what I'm saying is like, if you got like an enemy within the radius and you don't want to buff them, I don't think that should mean you yourself have almost no options for it. Mm-hmm. So if it, if we have an option that's only yourself and the buffs are slightly better, I, maybe that's the that, like yeah, a good idea. It's probably not the worst idea. Okay. Um, I've tentatively titled this the College of Riots. But if we yeah. come up with a better name, I'm happy to change it. Yeah. Uh, so instead of saying just bonus proficiency, we could call this something and give it a few abilities. Like, I think proficiency in martial weapons is kind of a given. Yes. 
Um, just because if you're like a like a raging bard, you should be allowed to swing a fucking sword. Yeah, or anything. Yeah, like you, if any bard should, you should be allowed to use a great axe. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Little bard with a great axe. I think that's genuinely kind of cool. Yeah, turn that great axe into a sweet fucking guitar. Yeah, yeah, or like have a big fucking hammer that you use for a gong, but also to hit people. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, proficiency in martial weapons, and then how did we want to try to do this unarmored defense, if we even want to? Um. Okay, is this something that only they're going to get? Uh, yeah, it... what I'm imagining is only they get it. Okay, then if only they get it, then uh, maybe we do do charisma? I'm okay with charisma because it also means you're not wearing armor. Yeah. Cause, and if you're not wearing armor, the most this can really get to in most scenarios is like a plus five, which is not yeah. crazy when it's considering like heavy plate armor and stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think... um being able to do it uh to i, I think charisma is a good go because then you are separating it from the barbarian to into the bar right all right defenses and then charisma add your charisma proficiency or proficiency charisma bonus charisma modifier to ac <laughs> Because I think that'll be fun. And like you're not mm -hmm. necessarily a frontline fighter, but with yeah. this, you'll almost definitely have to be relatively close to the frontline fighter. Yeah. And so some extra AC is probably not a bad idea. Yeah, I I just don't think it is. Um, and I think that might be okay for just like a bonus proficiency type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, like I think that's relatively similar to the College of Glamour's mantle of inspiration. It's it's different in, in a lot of ways, but um, yeah, their thing is when they use Bardic Inspiration, they can give, um, they can change their appearance or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe that's not a bad idea. No, because we're going to tie other things to your Inspiration die. I was just thinking the idea of when you give somebody your Inspiration die, that's when you have the Unarmored Defense. Yeah, um, but I think... we could we could hold on to that idea in case we don't tie that many things to the die. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, if we tie other things to the die, we probably don't want that one yeah. as well. Plus, uh, I think this first part is just really nice if you are a lone guy, mm -hmm. not having yeah. to have another party member to do like any of your abilities. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, um, and then there's like uh, the main kind of thing. Uh, College of Valor get this is how you use your inspiration die. Valor gets combat inspiration. Uh, you learn to inspire others in battle. Uh, a creature that has your die can roll that die and add it to the damage. So we could do basically just that, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't hate doing something differently. Maybe turning it into temporary HP. Yeah, I could see that. Um, maybe doing. Uh, focusing on maybe if we lower the die and you can add it to your strength or because um, well, like inspiration that gives... can already be added to, to ability checks so i don't think yeah that's fair i guess um i i i was just thinking like that it's kind of like maybe like a temporary like constant buff what's the passive yeah where it's like oh you're you've like legitimately grown stronger while you mm -hmm. listen to this music or something like we that. could do something like um it's both passive and active and choosing to do it or hold on to it is what decides that so like while you have it and you haven't rolled it say you have resistance to non-magical piercing slashing and bludgeoning damage mm -hmm. um which doesn't really do anything for a barbarian Unless we also added the temp HP. Because now, if you already are raging, that's doubled, essentially. Yeah, okay. Um, um, yeah, I do then, like that idea. I do like the idea of it working differently as you hold on to it versus when you use it. And then, because, especially if we do both of those, that's pretty strong for just holding on to it. Which isn't the worst thing in the world, but that's mm -hmm. it uh so what does it do when you use it yeah i feel like it would need to be stronger than holding on to it 
to give you a reason to right. actually Unless use it. We split it up and it's while you're not using it, you have no resistance because that's basically useless to a barbarian, but you can spend it to get temporary HP. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Useful to a yeah, because like you'll have the resistance and everything, and then like they'll chip away at your health till you're pretty low, and then that's when you're like, oh, I want like to right. get you back spend up it, and... and now you have a little bit of extra HP to run around with. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think that would be cool. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it doesn't sound really that strong. Like yeah. resistance typically sounds very strong, but especially switching it from just all you know piercing and slashing bludgeoning which barbarians get to non-magical means that you could very easily as a DM just be like, all right, I don't want this to be that easy. Yeah. Now at least one of the enemies has a magic weapon. Yeah. Or something. Now, does resistance stack on each no, other? It, it shouldn't. Uh, yeah. Some okay. homebrews let it, uh, and I don't mind that because it's halving. You'll never go below at least one damage. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it doesn't stack. Because I'm still thinking... Like this should be useful to use onto a bar uh, barbarian. barbarian, right? But that's yeah. what the temporary HP is, because for yeah. them they will already have resistance regardless because they're a barbarian, and now they can basically get double yeah, the amount no, of temporary HP. Fair. Plus, it serves the double feature of um, for a slightly weaker version of rage, they can not spend a rage, which early level is pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, no, that's all right. And then I personally, if I was running it, pr would probably let the resistance stack. Yeah, but like I, I that doesn't need well, to be written in the rules or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, very few things do that. I think the only ones that do it are the dragon masks, mm -hmm. where if you have, like, say, a white dragon mask and you're, it gives you resistance to cold damage. If you're already resistant to cold damage, it gives you immunity to cold damage. Yeah, and and that's a very kind of powerful and specific ability yeah and then that's different too from stacking resistance because like you said right. stacking resistance you're always going to take at least some damage where immunity you take just won't, yeah you know. um so yeah what do we call this something inspiration rampaging inspiration maybe um yeah um inspiration of war or something maybe um war cry even yeah, Warcry probably works. That that gives an idea of like what you're kind of like doing. what you're actually yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna write something real simple, and then we'll touch it up if anybody ever wants this. Yeah. Give. So yeah, um, you could give someone inspiration. They while they're holding on to that, they have resistance to non-magical uh attacks, and then once they spend it they get the temp hp giving it to it right um yeah that's pretty cool that's on top of being able to like roll it for an ability check or mm -hmm. saving throw or yeah you choose which one you want yeah temp hp okay i think that's pretty good i think that sounds fun to do yeah that sounds pretty cool i that's that's one thing with uh a lot of like the warrior and support classes um that i have where it's like yeah it's mostly just like i'll like heal a guy or whatever it i have a hard time finding support classes that you're making your team feel like they're better right um, and one then, of the, uh, but the I better feel like... versions of that is the purple dragon knight fighter mm -hmm. where um you can give your allies weaker versions of abilities you have yeah so like when you second wind they get a little bit of hp back or mm -hmm. i think you can do something like that with like action surge too yeah which uh, that that's the kind of support i like where mm -hmm. like you're making especially if it's like everybody at once around you um be like oh well, yeah we're all better um or but just a single person actually making them feel like oh you are improving my character right right now. right now do so is it just a radius that everybody gets it for sure or well, do as we of right do... now it's just whoever you give inspiration to okay but you could have i mean because uh, inspiration is tied to your charisma score not anything class related mm -hmm. so you could have up to like five inspiration die at this point which is enough for a whole party and then yeah okay 
so no do we radius thing here as of yet yeah do we want to do a radius thing um i don't hate that idea because then that can stop you from like just giving it to somebody and then they fucking go off and they just as long as they don't spend it they're resistant forever yeah we should probably put a time limit on yeah. the resistance um or at least like you... a an area distance kind of thing yeah um i'd probably say for like one hour one hour that seems pretty long yeah but like if they're outside of combat or whatever like i think it should last for the combat and like because i don't think you should feel like you got it stolen from you and if you you're gonna want to use it when you get to that low hp Mm -hmm. and everything so um and then once you're outside of combat one hour really isn't that long so i think it should just like last the combat and not just be like oh this is something i just have until i want to use it as long as the cleric keeps healing me i never need to use that true true whatever um yeah non-magical attacks well what's at least nice is temp hp goes first kind of regardless Mm -hmm. you're you're never you can't stack it and uh, i think except for one very specific ability some i cleric class has i don't recall off the top of my head you can't heal it either yeah but if you don't use that temp hp you can and you get healed in other ways you can still have that resistance for Mm -hmm. as long maybe forever um okay so yeah i I put on that it lasts for an hour um and then do we also want to add like you have to be within 10 feet of the bard to use it i well maybe to use it for the bard to be like oh i'm giving it to you but but that's already part of inspiration yeah Yeah. i i I don't think you need to be next to the bard if you have that hour limit okay cool uh and then that's pretty much third level. That's yeah, pretty easy. and that's pretty strong for third level. Yeah, it's not bad. I I um, would definitely like that mm-hmm. on my party. Yeah, be like, no. hey, I'm a fighter, and you can give me resistance. I'm oh like, yeah, this really would be good great fighter. for fucking bars. So giving this shit to a monk. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, that's the other thing. Did we also want to just as an option? You can add it to damage instead. Um. Yeah, we're going for fucking damage dealer type thing or damage maybe specifically with a strength based attack so like your rogue couldn't add it to their damage but you because well, i think I, it should, I definitely don't mind like yeah it's, it's i think it should because you're turning you're turning classes like you're making them like barbarians right making a rogue like a barbarian being able to like do more damage on top of that um it i i think that works for yeah me. i i don't mind it all right and then sixth level and this one could be very fast it could just be extra attack unless we wanted to do something with it um what's the other kind of things that um other things do with six level yeah let's look at that there's uh additional magical secrets from college of lore which isn't bad you just get to pick um two spells from any a class list oh that's cool um there's college of glamour they get to um become really pretty uh you can cast command as a bonus action without spending a spell slot so you're just like very charming mm-hmm. and can make people do stuff. Mantle of Whispers lets you um, get a ghost that can make you look like the dead person and give you some bonus stuff like uh, in skills. Okay. Um, so it seems like these aren't like these are the weakest of the three uh at um, six level for college of eloquence which was our kind of peak your inspiring words are so persuasive that others feel driven to succeed when a creature adds one of your bardic inspiration die to an ability check attack roll or saving throw and the roll fails they get to keep the bardic inspiration die okay that's cool um yeah maybe we just stick with the extra attack but i do like the idea you said earlier where you can maybe give yeah i don't, I don't mind the out. idea of like frenzied attack maybe where uh you can either you just have an extra attack or maybe to somebody with one of your body inspiration die you can give it to them 
but they have to spend the die. And if they do, or maybe they don't have to spend the die, but whatever, uh, they get a point of exhaustion, like the frenzy barbarian ability. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's it. That's pretty cool. Um, and I don't mind the idea of not having you take that exhaustion when you have an extra attack, just because having one extra attack is not breaking the game for a bard. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't even get one, and yeah. most martial classes get at least one extra one. Yeah. Um, although it would point of exhaustion could be pretty, <clears throat> could be a pretty big hassle. Right, but um, it it stops you because this isn't based on anything else, like raging. Say, you're not going to be giving out your bardic inspiration die to one character a whole bunch. Yeah, I I'm just thinking, like. Are you gonna be giving out extra attacks and stuff? Um, you could very easily a third attack for a fighter. Um, well, yeah, but our people are gonna be using it if it also makes them exhausted. I feel like it depends on your DM. One point or so of exhaustion is either nothing for most like kind of DMs who mm-hmm. you have maybe a few fights a day or it's a lot if you have like eight encounters a day do we want to do it where you give it to someone um you give the extra attack to someone who has inspiration like you said and they only get the exhaustion after they've used the die or the hours up yeah i don't mind that okay yeah then i think that's that because like if you're mid combat and you just gain a point of exhaustion um that that could mm-hmm. really fuck you but like um, i i do think you they shouldn't just get an extra attack on every single round after that yeah I think using the extra attack should use the die. ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, well, then if they... Because mm, then it is using the attack gets you exhausted. Um, which, I, think that's, like, I think that's the way to balance it, though, because otherwise you could give... Like, say you're giving this to a Berserker Barbarian who already has their frenzied attack, and now they're doing four attacks around every round. Okay, yeah, how long does the extra attacks last? Uh, for frenzy? Well, for whatever we're doing here, if we're adding that. Oh, I think it should just be one per, like, die. Yeah. Like, like I, extra I, go. I just think that, I just think the consequence to one extra attack at the time um, is too heavy to actually want to use that attack. 
I don't Unless know. Unless it's like a like, final desperation thing. Because like you could give it to say a spellcaster, and then now they can suddenly cast a cantrip and another spell in one go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, we and we it's did. their choice. They don't have to use it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we could put it down for now. If, if we play with it a bit and like it seems like it's a really not fun to use mm -hmm. we could tweak it true, um true. but i do i do want to keep it balanced um and i can't think of anything else to balance it for right now um so you get an extra attack when you take the attack act, maybe action. what if we do it like so it's not so much of um like a thing where it's like if you really want to like put some oomph on this attack you do this attack now, like this big attack, you get the extra attack now, do a big attack, but you give up your next turn in combat. Okay. So it's not so lingering See, throughout the whole... I think that's a decent balance, but I think that will be less fun and less people will use than exhaustion. Because there are abilities kind of like that, like um, haste, which is really good, but that happens at the end of concentration or um it, honestly what this sounds like to me is true strike you know where you forego doing anything this round so that next round you'll do something a little okay better. what if we do what if we do this where it is the exhaustion but you can keep fighting off the exhaustion until it hits you so um when you use the attack every on every one of your turns you can roll um uh constitution save or a will save or something uh or wisdom or whatever um and you can hold off on that exhaustion until your next round um and then like if it's like if exhaustion is something your gm really focuses on and whatnot then you have a way to kind of keep yourself like where it's not gonna really super fuck you throughout the fight or if it's something that's just ignored with your gm or whatever this would probably tend to be ignored too true what if we do a separate thing from exhaustion and we have it so that exhaustion happens at the end of the hour but in combat you get something kind of minor like like when you're doing the same things you would be doing for inspiration you then subtract the die instead of add it so it kind of can feel like you're getting tired from doing that extra attack but it's not full-on exhaustion it's not going to kill you it's not going to slow down every single skill check yeah so it'd be what what's the die a d6 yeah as of right now at uh level six i think it's a d8 a d8 and, and um so you use the extra exhaustion attack. level one exhaustion is disadvantage on on all skills and like ability checks and stuff like that yeah whereas this sure. is just like a d8 against one the next one you take say yeah i think that's fair um and then yeah at the end of the hour or whatever <clears> then you get exhaustion and by that point you could be literally resting and then you yeah just don't. um yeah I, I i think i think that's good i i just think i want it to be balanced i just don't i just think the consequence of you use this at one attack and then you become exhausted is too much of a consequence like mid fight to really ever want to use that attack unless you're like going like all out this is my big super move and like i'm doing like six attacks on this one and everybody's like oh i could stack an attack too or whatever yeah um, I, I think that's fair i do think one point of exhaustion is not that big of a downside in the middle of combat because the only combat related skill there really is for this are there's athletics for grapple checks and acrobatics for also grapple checks oh yeah it's not attack rolls no attack that's, rolls are that's fine. level two yeah then maybe we could just do um uh exhaustion then especially given um if this is meant to pair with barbarian they can do that and be fine because while raging, they have advantage on athletics. So this just kind of evens out, and they can do yeah, normal athletics. Fair. Yeah, <clears> and that kind of get. Yeah, we'll just do exhaustion then. Ally with your inspiration die, an extra. 
Now, normal frenzy gives you a bonus action attack. Do we want to keep that in that way somebody with frenzy already doesn't benefit from this? Or should we just say an extra attack? Like I think an extra attack. Because I think I I think someone with frenzy should like I said, I don't want to try to cancel out the yeah. barbarian with this. I want to <laughs> make the barbarian a better barbarian <laughs> with this. The attack action. But and I think that's decent trade-off for them because if you're already a berserker barbarian, already frenzying, which is already a choice on top, so this will save you spending one of your frenzies mm-hmm. if, if it's used. But if you're doing both, that's like four attacks, but you take two points of exhaustion at the end of it. I think that's a pretty decent trade-off. Yeah, no, I I, I think that's fair. Point of and end. how long does their frenzy last? Uh, as long as their rage does. So about a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's probably a <clears throat> combat. Yeah, which means they can do, they're doing three attacks the whole time. This is giving them a fourth on top of like if somebody hastes them too. So that's like five. Yeah. So when they take the attack. Cool. Um, and I think that's at least a little more interesting than just extra attack. Yeah, no. And I am saying, or at least that's what I've written so far, to use this ability, you, the bard, must forego your extra attack. So the bard always gets an extra attack. Unless they want to use Unless this they power give it. to give it, literally give it to somebody else. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like I said, most bards don't get an extra attack. So yeah. this lets you kind of have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, no, that's cool. Okay, and then... Magical secrets are different. That's stealing stuff from other classes, which mm-hmm. could have some really cool synergy with this. Yeah. Like, say, haste or, or anything like that. Uh, then we get to 14th level, and I think these are typically pretty strong. Let's look at College of Valor with Battle Magic. At 14th level, you have mastered the art of weaving spellcasting and a weapon into a single harmonious act. When you use your attack action to cast a bard spell, when you use your action to cast a bard spell, you may make one weapon attack as a bonus action. That one's good for that build, but not very good for us. Uh, Master's Flourish. Um, you can use your bar, your sword flourish without, or your blade flourish without spending a die, which is a little weird. You get, get kind of an extra one. Yeah. Should this one be mostly damage dealing? Like, uh, like that's what you're worried about in this one like you or other people you're making them this is the power that makes them do more damage and attack like better yeah potentially um here let's see oh some of these are just very strange like college of creation where you can just make stuff um college of What's what's College of Whispers let you do? Um, oh, you could just charm it. Eh. Oh, I guess you like full on control it. That's not so bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we want to do with this. We could do something damage wise, but I think it's got to be something relatively substantial damage wise otherwise i just don't feel like yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking (laughs) um maybe we could tie it into critical hits yeah maybe um like a creature with your inspiration die also critically hits on like a 19 through 20 say Mm -hmm. or we do it so that you're using your inspiration die as kind of a resource and you have to think about it if you give it to an enemy everybody crits on a 19 through 20 say for it but that means no one you know you're using it and they're not getting resistance or or frenzy or anything from it yeah or maybe that's sort of what you do um uh maybe you can make it slightly better where it's like 18 through 20 but when you use it on someone they're 
critically succeeding on an 18 well maybe that needs to be shifted a bit but like they're critically succeeding that much but everybody critically succeeds on them that much that's not a bad idea with like your resistance and stuff um, you might be okay yeah yeah. um maybe something like you could give it to an enemy and it's 19 through 20 but that's still relatively like rare so they also have vulnerability to one type of damage say so you could be like yeah i want to give it to this you know bugbear and now he is vulnerable to slashing damage and so now not only do we crit if like you have a hammer or whatever and now that's useless to you but like your rogue is like no now my sneak attack does like double damage to him even if i don't crit yeah so so what you give it to an enemy they are you give it to an enemy they crit on a 19 to 20 and are vulnerable to something so what happens when you does the same thing happen when you give it to an ally no i think i think this should be a separate thing like you can give it to an ally to give them resistance and maybe frenzy or temporary hp kind of thing or you can give it to an enemy to weaken them Oh, so this one's just debuffs. Uh, right, this is enemy. kind of the debuff enemy, whereas your normal one buff ally. But because okay. you still have like five points of inspiration, you can buff all your allies and debuff the enemy. But now you have to kind of think about when you're doing that and where. Yeah, I think that could be cool. Um, So what? It's they, they'll create on a 19 through 20 still yeah. or you're just um, debuffing them let's i i don't I'm, again this is something we like to do but not necessarily in D. but i don't hate the idea of letting the enemy get some benefit from this yeah i mean it's pretty late game critical hits might do a lot but you could take a lot more yeah you'll be resistant um, as well so unless they're magical but, but that, yeah that's maybe part of the tactics of it maybe we're doing too much of giving you a downside well as of right uh, now this is kind of the only downside well i i just mean us creating classes yeah. in general. um but like we got the exhaustion on the other one um, oh uh, let's look at college of eloquence that's the one i didn't see or didn't read out and it's mm-hmm. kind of our peak. Infectious inspiration. Starting at 14th level, when you give somebody inspiration, you when you inspire them, uh, this now spreads to someone else. When a creature within 60 feet of you adds bardic inspiration to its ability check, saving throws, etc., and it succeeds, you can use your reaction to encourage a different creature other than yourself and give them the bardic inspiration die without actually spending any. Oof. That's... That seems good. yeah, that seems really fucking strong. Um, I don't think we should do something like yeah, that. Yeah, that I seems don't think we're too that. strong. Yeah, um, I I think the idea we got going. Um, Almost think about it like um, Hexblade's Curse. I think that's a good place to kind of start there. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Hexblade's Curse um, kind of starts the opposite, where you. Um, critically succeed on a 19 through 20 and i think you do like an extra d6 of damage too okay yeah i think i think if we do i i think we should make the cons outweigh like we can make the cons even heavier if we're gonna give them that pro Mm -hmm. um so yeah they could succeed on a 19 through 20 they could be vulnerable maybe we make them we should a point of exhaustion too that's not bad yeah i can see that um yeah, we'll we'll just write out a list of the types of stuff you could pick because I think there's some we should shy away from, like maybe oh, lightning. Yeah, probably. Vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it, it we would probably like. I feel like we should stick ones. to just the physical forms of damage, just because spells can get pretty crazy, damage wise. Whereas a, an axe is pretty consistent, and so this buffs marshals more than it does casters. Yeah. But, like, I do hate, like, a caster's whole thing is I'm going to throw fireball every once in a while or whatever and leaving them out of, like, making them lesser in the big fight against, like, your big, like, big bag evil guy or whatever. 
kind of sucks. Um, I suppose, but like I don't know. My my mind is real at this point going to you're in a party and you have a tempest cleric, <laughs> and you've made them vulnerable to lightning, and then they just maximize lightning damage, and they're doing like a hundred and six. But yeah, damage. how cool would that combo that be? That would be though? cool, but I don't know. I I think we should. I think we should let spellcasters in on it. <laughs> I, I I think one of the really cool things about this um, that we've been talking about is kind of comboing things together. Like if you like That's do true. like haste and everything, and doing that with spells and inspiration, and I, I I think that plus like yeah, you make them vulnerable to that, but like if they get five attacks on the one guy, true, uh, that's gonna be doing like comparable uh we should probably <clears throat> like how does this work if a creature is already resistant or immune to that type of damage um well they... i think it brings them a level down so if they're immune they become resistant if they're resistant they like it's regular and then if they're regular it's uh like vulnerable okay yeah i think that works um so yeah i i think they critically succeed um 19 through 20 then they become vulnerable to a type of damage or something what do we yeah we'll we'll uh, we'll either make a list or i'll just we'll just say one type of damage yeah um and then um uh they got exhaustion do we want to add any more cons no i think that's relatively balanced yeah maybe two points of exhaustion so it feels like it matters and it's worse than what your friends get maybe no exhaustion and we just think of we find something else that could be bad because you're typically going to kill this creature at the end of this fight yeah which means exhaustion won't really i'm, I'm thinking of it more as like you're fighting the big bad guy like like you're fighting fucking strahd strahd yeah versus you're just fighting like an orc or whatever sure sure but like but still, yeah you're typically if you're doing this kind of ability making them vulnerable making them you're probably gonna end up killing them at the end of it and yeah I that's why i'm thinking two points of exhaustion because then that's like ability checks and stuff right well yeah uh, ability checks is the first one the second one i think hampers attacks i want to say or yeah that's that's kind of what i'm thinking is um like it mess up their strength, makes up their ability to hit you. Um, and then if they already have exhaustion already and then you use it, it's really gonna fuck them going two down. Yeah, although typically I don't, I just don't think enemies get much exhaustion. Yeah. But I think giving them two would be a situation where you do give them it and it's gonna like i think giving them one point of exhaustion is not gonna matter mm -hmm. for them especially if you're at 14th level um but giving them two where it's the baseline it's disadvantage on attack rolls but it has the potential to be much worse than that um is gonna be like a much bigger deal but i'm also fine with doing something else if you have any ideas um yeah i don't know exhaustion seems the simplest option which is good because you don't want to add too much complexity to an already pretty yeah. complex power but maybe something um like because also when do they take that exhaustion because there's no like time limit on this yeah i think it would be when you cast it on them they'd roll some sort of save okay um, versus like your then, spell saving throw yeah and then if they fail they gain two points of exhaustion okay yeah that i don't mind Okay, that'll work for now. If we figure yeah. out that doesn't work, then we'll fix it. But, um, and our but if they pass the save, they still take the vulnerability and they get the right damage. Then now, what if they pass the save and then you do it to them again? Do we want to drop the the um? Um, critical hit down to 18 and then you could pick another damage yeah, you're vulnerable to? I don't mind that. 
but then you're okay, playing then real you're playing risky. a real risky game because if you get into where they fail the save like three times in a row, you can kill them pretty quickly. But if you do that, then they're like critically succeeding on like a 17 or 16, and then it's like like you're fucked, especially if they don't pass like all of those saves like or if, or if they, they do, do pass, pass yeah yes at least some of those saves and you're like oh fuck like <laughs> yeah they're like got disadvantage on attack rolls or whatever but like they only need to hit like a 14 yeah they only need to roll like a like a 16 and then boom it's a critical hit who cares about this <laughs> yeah yeah um, i don't mind that yeah i think that's pretty fun they must succeed. Although comboing this with the other bard that you said could take away. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> and they take it away. Eloquent, uh, you yeah. can kill enemies real fast. <laughs> what if we limit it to five? Like maximum exhaustion five. So you're never going to just straight up kill, say, Strahd with this. Yeah, you... but they're going to be really But fucked. they'll be real weak. They can't move. Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody just wails on them. Yeah, you could. I, I think it's fine. I mean, I personally wouldn't I personally wouldn't way. mind, really, but I yeah. feel like... Like, I, th- I think that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> two bards just fucking, like, blasting just Strahd. destroy the shit out of him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and he's just fucking vulnerable to, like, six <laughs> which is funny because as a vampire i think he already is vulnerable to like radiant yeah. damage or something oh fuck um yeah just uh yeah i i think making it five is fair equal to your spell dc dc and taking two points of exhaustion on a fail uh, and then I'll just I'll write for here simply the stack, but later on we'll fully yeah. flesh that out. Um, all right, is that everything? That's everything. For them? Bards are really easy. There's yeah, like bards. Two main choices and one. Yeah, bards seem pretty easy. So we have you can buff yourself or others. Um, oh, actually, no. We we didn't give you the ability to buff yourself at the beginning. Oh, do we want to? We might want to, yeah. But yeah, because inspiration can only be given to others unless otherwise stated. Yeah. I think we should could put in a little line just this can be you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can inspire yourself or whatever. Be like, man, I'm really good at playing these drums. Let me go kick somebody's ass with this big club. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) rule. All right, then, yeah. So you have... Uh, so in martial weapons you get an unarmored defense yeah that's just your base stuff um and then you can inspire yourself or others to have resistance resistance to non-magical attacks attacks. that lasts Um, for an hour um or they can spend it and add it to all the normal stuff inspiration does or temp hp or damage mm mm-hmm uh, and then at sixth level, you get frenzied attack, where you gain ex- an extra attack when you take the attack action, or you can forego that extra attack to give an ally with your inspiration die an extra attack when they take the attack action, but take a point of exhaustion when they take the attack. Mm-hmm. And then okay. at 14th level, yeah, we have, uh, we didn't uh, have a name for this 14th level one. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, some kind of curse, maybe. Um, um, yeah, some kind of curse is probably not a bad idea. Um, um bardic maybe like, curse, maybe that bardic disinspiration. <laughs> maybe something desperate, like that's kind of the the theming of it. You're making the enemy act more desperately. So bardic desperation. It. I don't hate that, at least for now. <laughs> that's fun. Desperation. Okay. Um, do we want a second pass at the name of the subclass? Because um, College of Riots doesn't fit necessarily this style. Yeah, because we were thinking like like a big field yeah. of whatever. So this um, is a little different. College of yeah. something to do with rage. Is there a cool synonym for rage? Rampage potentially. College of Wrath. 
Wrath's not bad. I don't know if it gets the idea across, yeah. but it it sounds good when next to like College of Valor. Oh yeah, no, that's cool too. Um, what's the, what's the other one that uh, God of War uses in in the Spartan Rage? Uh, maybe it is just Rage. I think it's they have Spartan Valor. Rage, Spartan Valor, Valor Spartan, Spartan Wrath. Wrath. Yeah, maybe, I don't mind maybe. Wrath. College yeah. of Wrath is fine. For College of now. Wrath, yeah. Okay. And then, like when you do it to an en- enemy, it's like you feel my wrath. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty cool. This um, um is maybe my favorite of the three we've done. This is the one I think I would play. Yeah, um, I probably would go Druid for maybe this is my least favorite. I'm not oh, saying wow. that. Not saying bad, these are bad, yeah, yeah. But I think I would go Druid Time Cleric this one. So the order um, we did them, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're just getting worse and worse at this. <laughs> no. um, yeah, look, I, I, I still think this is What's really funny fun. Is, I think I'm the opposite. I think I'm, <laughs> we're getting better as we go, in my taste. I would go Bard, Time Cleric, because Time Cleric does sound real fun. Yeah. And then Druid, because Druid is cool, but it's just like, yeah, become an ooze. Yeah, well, I mean, you that is said cool. the I lo- coolest no, one all right, fair enough. immediately. You got <laughs> um, yeah because i'm thinking more become a monster and stuff but yeah there's like become like a troll or whatever is okay um but yeah i'm mostly thinking like oh i become like a ooze or my main thing is become like an owlbear which is probably pretty sweet for me oh that's um, yeah uh we didn't bring it up because um there's not a whole lot to talk about just yet but they just released the one D version of druid which uh, drastically changes wild shape and makes it much worse. Oh, does it? Yeah. Instead of being able to turn into like an animal, you get three stat blocks, animal of the land, animal of the sea, animal of the air. And they have the same abilities regardless of what animal you are. So like oh, a house that's cat so lame. and a bear have the same stat block now. Fuck that. And they were um... like, because they wanted to do it. I, 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 a huge impetus of this was to let you become an owlbear because in it it says you can also become a combination of two types of animals using the same stat block but instead of giving you the ability to yeah, become an owlbear pretend you're an owlbear it's yeah um Lame. that's like i get i kind of get it it's it would make druid much more accessible if oh, you only yeah. had to worry about three stats and, it's, and everything. it's easier to program into a vtt and yeah, everything which is what but... the huge goal of theirs as well but yeah, it, it's much is, lamer it's it, much less fun yeah i don't think i would play Druid i would if, not if they keep that you um, also don't gain uh, any extra hp from the animal that you become you don't gain any real special abilities from whatever like, yeah you can pretend that. to be a giant spider but if you can't climb up walls and shoot webs are you a giant spider yeah that's lame uh but yeah but this is cool um, play our bard i guess yeah um not, not a problem with our druid. You could just become an owlbear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like this bard a lot. Um, I'm not the biggest of bard guys, but um, this one's pretty appealing to me. Um, maybe that's just a bias. Yeah, fair <laughs> but, enough. But uh, yeah, I'm, if, I'm pretty um, excited. You want to uh, get a hold of our our uh, subclass, like in text form, and you want to hear it. Um, or if you just from listening to it made something very similar or have a problem, like immediately yeah, obvious of it, something if, we made. Yeah, if you have any uh, criticisms or anything or ideas for it, uh, let us know. You could do that at like our email, um, the atomic email at gmail.com um, or our social medias. Uh, like our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Or Instagram at Atomic Android 2020. Um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye 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 I'm Andrew and then we'll both say I'm Adam at the same time yeah yeah okay, yeah, okay. yeah we don't pause for the don't pause at all just keep going we'll both say both names that'll be great for anybody who's like ooh new paladin subclass this is cool and then they hear some fucking nonsense and then they never listen again yeah look that's a that's a chance we're willing to take whatever all right all right we ready
Do you remember our intro? Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Shut up. Don't you don't make me question it. Okay, okay. Hello Hello and welcome welcome to to In Universe, Universe, where we we talk the ins and outs of all all our favorite favorite fictional universes. universes. I'm I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. You didn't say my (laughs) name. No, dude, we weren't supposed to. (laughs) Fuck it, that was trash. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.